0: Let's mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob. Now, there's a lot of talk going on now about the impending, looming recession. Like Game of Thrones, winter is coming, the recession is coming. I'm now starting to hear a lot of people say things to me like, oh, it's going to be happening next year or it's one and a half years away. Uh, So I've got some thoughts on that and what you can actually do about it, Um, because when all is said and done, more is said than done. Uh, And I hear a lot of people uh, talking about Brexit and the recession and these global events that could happen, like they can predict that it will and when it will happen. And then it affects them going about their business uh, and, you know, basically making a living. And, you know, you need to be careful about what you read in the media and what you believe to be true. Uh, I think that anyone that tries to predict exactly when the recession is coming should be ignored in terms of their prediction. Now, you can listen to what they might know and what the information source that they found it from uh, and what they're planning to do about it. And if they have nothing to say on that, they definitely want to be ignored. If they have some useful information for you that could help you plan for the recession, then that's all good. Um So the recession could be here next year. It could be here in five years. People are always asking me, how long is the cycle? They say it's 10 years. They say it's 12 years. They say it's 15 years. Well, it's probably something between that range. Um, Well, what's going to cause it this year? Is it the same that caused it last time? Probably not. Um, I mean, if we could plan for and prepare, um, you know, what was going to cause the recession, there wouldn't be one. We always get blindsided to when there's a recession, i.e. we can never predict what it is. Otherwise, we'd plan for and prepare and therefore negate what causes it. So last time around, it was a global banking crisis. You know, it's sometimes triggered by wars. It could be triggered by something very different this time. It's likely to be triggered by something very different. It could be international trade. Who knows? Um, so I like to um, have the strategic view that, You should plan for the worst, but then think and do your best. So let's say there is a recession coming and let's say you believe it's within two to five years, which is probably that's actually probably quite likely. Let's be honest. I mean, we've been what 2008 was the last one. Um, So, you know, we're we're quite the way through if people think it's a 10 to 15 year cycle. Um, So here's some things that you can actually do. Uh, So one is you can monitor prices and track them in some kind of spreadsheet to see what prices are doing. Are they going up? Are they coming down? You can track them against prices um, at the peak of the last recession and the drop, whether that's asset prices or prices that you charge for your business. You can start making uh, plan B's and plan C's. So what you can do, for example, is you can think, okay, let's say my overhead is a million pound a month. If I had to tomorrow, could I get that down to half a million pound a month? Let's say it's 10 grand a month. Could you get it down to five grand a month? Well, of course you could. You could. That go some outsourcers that you don't really use or need, um, you know, maybe some of the staff that are sort of a bit around the edges. You know, you might, um, you know, you may have to, unfortunately, ask them to move on. You may um, do a full cull of all of your um, fixed costs and then reduce your variable costs. I like to reduce marketing spend last of all, but that's where most people cut it first. Um, but that's because marketing generates sales, which generates business. So, like, uh, uh, the, one of the worst things ever for me would have to be to go in and let some of my staff go. But I know if I had to, to save the whole company and all of our staff and all of our clients, I know I could do that. Um, so that's something I can plan for. Let's say, for example, you're buying assets. Well, um, a recession only ever hurts investors and business people if they, have, if they have to sell when the prices are coming down and they have to crystallise a loss. So if you can ride out any drop in prices whether that's 12 months or five years, you're probably not going to get affected by the recession. People always say, oh, Rob, you must be worried. I've nearly 750 properties. If they were halved in value, that would be a disaster. Well, it wouldn't unless I had to sell uh, and you know, lose half of the capital value of my portfolio. That would hurt. Um, but usually when prices slow or go down, rents often grow and go up. And for me, I don't really care what the capital value of any of my properties are that I don't want to sell. I care about the income stream. So as long as the income stream can take care of itself, uh, then the capital value is kind of irrelevant. Of course, it is relevant if I'm forced to sell it. So my plans are based on not being in a position to be forced to sell it. So let's say, for example, you're doing some kind of building some asset base. Property could be an example and you're doing developments. And you think, you know, this could take two or three years to develop. I could be caught in the middle where prices go down. My GDV is 20 million. It could go down to 12 million. If it went down to um, 14 million, I'm at a loss. If it went to 12 million, I'm going to lose 2 million. That's a disaster. I've got all these finances. So the way that you can back that up is by having some kind of clause with your investors, which states that if prices go down by more than 20%, then we'll have a hold strategy that will kick in and you can't be forced to sell or pay off any of your loans. Now, you might not be able to agree with with that with commercial lenders. So you might want to go a much lower loan to value so you don't hit that um, covenant because, you know, let's say you're at 60 percent loan to value and um, the the properties or your assets went down 30 percent. You'd be fine. If They went down 50 percent. The commercial lenders could actually call in the difference that, that, you know, sometimes commercial lenders have that clause. So you want to have a, a hedge against that. Um, you want to have somewhere that you could pivot. So you want to have, if, you know, if, for example, um, property training really struggled, it's one of my businesses, you know, I know that personal development and business training could grow. Um, if that really struggled, I know that sort of the, the branding and the social media influencer content that I do and the podcast content that I do could grow. So um, Dave's just said, here, never count on one income stream. Uh, and someone else just put said my 70, 20, 10 time division model. So yeah, if you've got three income streams, I don't know why I put four fingers up, or four income streams, of course, if one gets disrupted or another gets disrupted, you've still got two income streams. If you've got um, income streams from different countries, then of course, if one country gets disrupted, then you might have another um, country still producing income and profits. Um, Because usually, if there is a global recession, even if, which often there isn't, but even if there is, it doesn't happen at the same country at the same time. So it happened in America first, and maybe Australia before it came to the UK, for example. So... Be careful what you listen to from all these experts out there. No one knows when the recession is coming. If they give their opinion, fine. Ask where they got it from and go to that source of information and get some facts. Uh, Don't sit on your hands and do nothing um, for for waiting for an event that might be five years out when you think is one or two years out. It could be one year out. And have some fail safes and some plans, such as could you reduce your scale? Could you reduce your overhead? Could you pivot into another income stream? Have you got multiple income streams? Could you make sure you're not stressed on um, high loan-to-values? Could you have covenants where, um, you, you know, you don't have to give money back to investors if prices drop and you ride it out? Could you have a, um, a hold strategy rather than a sell strategy, um, you know, for your business um, uh, or your assets? Uh, and then you know what? You're good. Now let's look at the upside. If a recession comes, asset prices will drop significantly, yields will go up, income streams are often likely to go up. There's plenty of business models, you know, the um, selling gold business models, the chocolate business models, they thrive in a recession. Um, anything that makes people feel better is likely to thrive in a recession. My book, Make Cash in a Property Market Crash, was the best selling property book in the UK in the recession. So recessions aren't all downside. They have an equally balanced upside opportunity. You just have to find it and you might just have to pivot a little bit in your business. Um, but someone asked me about the recession at a local property event. That I was speaking at There were about 120 investors and I was the speaker there and they asked me, what are your thoughts on the recession, on Brexit, etc.? Uh, and, and I realised that I've been buying since 2003 property and I've been doing business since 2005 And every year I've been buying properties, whether I've been buying them really cheap because there was a recession or I've had to pay a bit more. But then I've added value, whether I bought them myself or bought them with investors, whether I've done single lets or commercial deals. Um, And also I've been growing my business through every stage. Sometimes it's been 100 percent growth, 50 percent growth. Sometimes it's only been 5 percent growth. Sometimes I'm focused on getting new business. Sometimes I'm focused on, um, you know, selling to my existing clients and increasing the lifetime value. But I've been active through an entire cycle in building assets and running a business and I think you can too. You just have to prepare for the worst but then do your best. Thanks for tuning in and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.